Welcome to the Rabbi Greenberg Show, the podcast that brings Jewish knowledge to you. We've been discussing gratitude on so many different levels. What the basic understanding of gratitude is, that you're directing your gratitude to someone, you're showing appreciation to someone that's not just about you. And there are many different forms that gratitude can take. And we've been discussing how gratitude can be understood on four levels. And this corresponds to what the Kabbalists tell us, that there are four spiritual worlds. And these four spiritual worlds represent different levels of consciousness in terms of our relationship with God. But they can also be translated into four levels of consciousness as we relate to our fellow. And that a human being is expected to start off at the bottom, which is closest to us, but to learn how to grow spiritually, both in relation to our relationship with God and thus also in our relationship with our fellow. And of course, it doesn't mean that everyone can climb to the top and stay there all the time, but there are certain moments in our lives that we can experience being uplifted to a higher level of consciousness, which deepens our gratitude to our fellow as well. We discussed that in the daily prayer called the Amida, we say three times every day, seven days a week, we thank God, and the way it's expressed is v'chol ha-chayim all those who are chayim, who are alive, will thank you forever. We also discuss the fact, as the Rebbe taught us, that the word chayim for life is a plural world because life is defined by our relationship with others, how we live for others, with others. If one is lacking in that relationship with others, then one is lacking in the very definition of what life is all about. And therefore, when it says, and all those who are alive, thank you forever, which means is that the the gratitude that we express is a sign of our life. It's a sign that our relationship is a real relationship. We also explained that the Talmud tells us that there are four people, four categories of people, who have to express gratitude to God because they were spared a very negative outcome. And those four are hinted in the word chayim, the Hebrew word for life. The first letter stands for someone who is imprisoned, chavush. The second letter, the yud, stands for someone, yisurin, who is suffering because they are ill. The second yud stands for yam, someone who travels by sea. And the fourth letter, the mem, stands for midbar, one who traverses the desert. And anyone who comes out of these four perilous situations has to express gratitude as a special prayer that they would recite. So what I'm trying to establish is that these are four different levels of consciousness because when we talk about someone who's coming out of prison, someone who is uh, recovering from illness, someone who travels through the sea, the turbulent sea, and someone who comes out of the desert alive, these are also four categories of the human experience, and depending on one's 
level of gratitude, that defines what experience one has come out of. And we explained that the first level is the level where you express gratitude, but because it's good for you. It's a, there's a quid pro quo. That's the lowest level, the lowest world, the world of Asiya, which corresponds to the letter Hey, the last letter of God's name, because God's name also has four levels, four letters corresponding to the four levels. So the lowest level is the letter Hey, which is associated with the world of Asiya, the world of action. And this world, our gratitude is such that we act in a gr- grateful way by saying thank you or doing other gestures that indicate that we're grateful, but we're doing it for ourselves. It's all about us. It's a narcissistic approach, but the narcissist who also finds room for the other. That's like the letter hey, which has a roof and two lines on the side indicating that the way the person thinks is down. He's looking down at this world of his of his, of his own experience, of his own life. And there's a little opening on the top to indicate that there's a little room for the other, at least, that you're recognizing that the other exists, true, as a satellite of yourself, someone who enhances your own being, but nevertheless, you're showing some type of gratitude. Then we get to the next world, the world of Yitzira, the world of emotion. Now, in the first world, before, before you express gratitude, you are in a desert, barren, desolate. It's a place of death. There's nothing growing there. That is not Chaim. That's not life in any form until you have a little opening to recognize that the other exists. So in this world, the lowest world, the word for gratitude, moda, means to acknowledge. You're acknowledging that there is another, albeit extensions of yourself. When you get to the world of Yitzira, you're not only going out of the desert, a place of death, you're going out of the prison. Because until you get to the world of Yitzira, which is the world of emotion, you are in a emotional prison. You can't express any feelings for the other because the other doesn't really exist as an independent other. It exists only as a other who is dependent on you and revolves around you. When you get to the world of Yitzira, the world of emotion, there's already a recognition that there's another independent being. That's acknowledging not just that there is another, but there's another who is independent And therefore, you start to develop a relationship, a real relationship, one in which there is emotion. And that is represented by the person who goes out of prison, out of this emotional prison. The lowest level of Asiya, you can't emote, you can't express feelings because you don't recognize the other. To have feelings for another, there has to be a recognition that there is an independent other. Come to the world of Yitzira, you feel that emotion. But... And that's why it corresponds to the letter Vav of God's name. The Vav is a line. A line means it connects. The Vav, when you use it in writing, it means and. It's a word that connects one part of the sentence with another. But still, you're still not out of the turbulent sea. Because when you are dealing with emotion, especially when you're in a relationship where your own ego is still there intact. Yes, I recognize that you exist You're an independent existence, but I also exist, and your emotions run from what you do for the other, what you feel for the other, and what you feel for yourself. The word for love in Hebrew, ahava, has two meanings. One meaning is have, give me, and the other meaning is I desire you. So this, this love is very turbulent, and therefore you're still in the sea. 
That's where you get to the third world, the world of Bria, that we discussed a little while ago. The world of Bria is a world where your mind cultivates and controls and takes care of the emotions, that the emotions should be solid, the emotions should be not turbulent, going in every direction. When you reach that level, you are not only out of the desert, the dead desert, you're not only out of prison because your emotions have been expressed, you are also out of the sea, the turbulent sea. Your life is stable because you have this mature understanding. Your emotions are mature. They've matured to a level where they are no longer going helter-skelter. But the problem with this third level is that as you climb the ladder, the, the word for understanding, which corresponds to this world, is bina. This is the world of understanding. There are four, 50 gates of understanding. When you reach the 49th gate, you're sick with love, with passion to get to the next level. That's how this world is described. And it's someone who has this level of consciousness in relation to God is someone who is so consumed with a passion for God that they can't get enough. They're thirsty to get to the 50th level. We're told that Moses achieved 49 levels of the 50. When someone reaches that level or gets a little taste of it, they're sick with love. They can't be satisfied with what they have. What translates in, in a relationship that, yes, we're no longer just recognizing the need to thank someone because it adds to my own existence. We're beyond the level of where I recognize that you exist as an independent being and we have an emotional relationship. But in this world of Bria, <coughs> the emotions are stable. And not only do I recognize that you exist, but I am willing to confess. The word for thanks, moda, also has this, the connotation of confessing that your existence is more important than mine, and I want to surrender myself to you, which I haven't yet experienced, until we get now to the fourth level, the world of Atzilut, the world of emanation. This is the world described in the spiritual terms in our relationship with God as a world in which we are totally consumed with God's presence. It's like being submerged in the water, and in fact, in the Messianic age, the prophecy is that the whole world will be filled with the knowledge of God as the sea is covered with water. In other words, we'll all be covered up within God. There will be no independent existence. There will be no tinge or, or, or trace of ego. We will be completely surrendered. It's not just that we'll have a desire to get closer to God, to surrender ourselves with God. We have already surrendered in this level. We are no longer an existence, we're totally nullified. And that's what this word moda means. It comes from a word that indicates the idea of total nullification, total self-abnegation, as they would say. And this world corresponds to the first letter of God's name, the letter Yud. Now, the world of Bria, the world of creation, the third level that we discussed, that corresponds to the letter He, the first letter He of God's name. And that letter He we explained on the lowest level, faces downward, where the person's focus is on himself. But then the hey could also be 
where you're completely enveloped except the little space on top, a little space for your ego. In the world of Atzilut, it corresponds to the letter Yud. What is Yud? Yud is a dot. Yud has no form. Yud is total surrender to God above because you are submerged within God. You're no longer thinking about yourself because there is no self. There is complete submerged submerging in the God experience. Well, how does that translate in terms of one's relationship with others? In terms of a relationship, until you get to the world of Atzilut, you still exist. Your ego is still there, albeit could be a very reduced ego, a very tame ego, and the other is more important than yourself. Hasidim used to say that your that my bread is yours more than mine, and they would say yours before mine. They would recognize that the other is more important than themselves. But in the world of Atzilut, there's no the other is more important. There is no me. There's only you. And if you want to translate that in down-to-earth terms, it's where you can see things from the other person's perspective. If we ever get into a discussion with and we disagree, why do we disagree? Because we see things from our own perspective. And it takes time and arguments and debates until we finally come along and say, you know what, we'll agree to disagree. Or I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think you're wrong. To a point where we say, you know what, your opinion has merit. My opinion has merit. We're both right. You know the famous story of the rabbi who's judging two people, and he says to one after hearing the first person's argument, you know what, you're right. You're 100% right. Then he hears the other argument from the other side, and, the, and when he hears that argument, he says to him, you know what, you're 100% right. Now his wife is eavesdropping, and she hears how he said both sides, who were on opposite ends of the argument, were both right. She says, how could they both be right when they're arguing? And the rabbi turns to his wife, he says, you're also right. So we, we go from the lowest level where you reject the other person's opinion to the point where you recognize that the other person's opinion has some, some value, although you think he's wrong, you can understand where he's coming from. The next level is where you say, you know what, your opinion is right and my opinion is right. We have two different approaches. And the highest level is where you only see things from the other person's perspective. Your perspective is completely subsumed within the other person's perspective. In short, this ladder that we climb, the four different ladders are also four rungs of the, our daily prayers where we develop this God consciousness on four different levels. And then we climb down to our own level. So even though we can't always be at the top level, the world of Atzilut, we could always find times to experience a higher consciousness. And the same thing is true with gratitude, that even though sometimes our gratitude will be self-centered, our gratitude will be will go from acknowledging that the other person exists to conceding that the other person's existence is independent of mine to the point where you confess that the other person is right and you are subordinating yourself to the other to the point where your total self negated. You're, you, you, you don't exist anymore. Those are the four levels. And the main point 
therefore, of gratitude is that we don't stay at one level. We keep on growing as we develop a deeper understanding of the value of the other person, and we go from a selfish type of gratitude to a selfless one. And when Mashiach comes, we're told the only private sacrifice that will still be around will be the thanksgiving offering, which means that the Messianic age will enable us to reach the highest level of gratitude and to be at that level all the time. Thanks for listening to The Rabbi Greenberg Show. 